My name is Peter Himmelman, Grammy and Emmy-nominated musician, author, and chief dream enabler of Big Muse. I'm proud to underwrite this episode of The Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Discover why companies like Adobe, 3M, McDonald's, and Gap have brought in Big Muse's rock and roll-fueled seminars to get inspired, to get insight, and to get activated. Write to me today at peter at bigmuse.com. Entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builders Show, the show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders, and professionals who seek excellence. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builders Show, and alongside of me today is my executive producer, Mr. D.C. Taylor. Hi, D.C. Hi, Marty. Good to have you with me again, man. Great to be here. We've been doing this a while. Yeah. And we're doing good work, so thanks for helping me out. You're very welcome. So, we will be your guests on this learning journey. The Business Builders Show is distributed by C-Suite Radio, which is part of C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of business executives. You can learn more about this group, my group, at www.csuitenetwork.com. You can also listen to this show, The Business Builder Show, and a bunch of other great shows on C-Suite Radio, and that is www.csuiteradio. My special guest today is Mr. Bill Borton. Hi, Bill. How you doing? I'm splendid, Marty. I'm happy to be here. I'm thrilled you are here. And, um, uh, you know, let me do the intro, but I have a little setup for our discussion. Uh, but let me introduce Bill. Bill Borton is the founder and managing principal of W.R. Borton and Associates, LLC. Bill is a financial risk management specialist who predominantly serves high net worth clients in collaboration with their financial advisors, Bill designs strategies to minimize the financial risks that extended health care poses to their retirement. Bill's passion is about ensuring that his clients can live better longer. Let me say that again because this is an important theme in what in Bill's work. His passion is about ensuring that his clients can live better and longer. So Bill Borton is my guest, and let me tell you why Bill Borton is my guest. (sighs) Through my own client base, and probably because of my age, I suppose, my clients are talking so much about exiting their business, and I have, you know, younger clients who say, well, what if, and what's the future look like? And also... Forgive me this long introduction, Bill. Don't stay awake because I'm going to ask you a question. Stay awake. I'm still here. I read a book by a gentleman named Bull Burlingham, and that book was called, uh, let's see, what was it? Uh, Finish Strong, I think was the name of the book, and that was about exiting your business. And that made me think a lot about things. And so I guess here's the sentence to kind of start off our conversation. You told me, Bill in writing and verbally, that business owners typically spend more time in or on their business than any other areas of their lives. And they tend to view their business as their retirement, but don't know what that business is really worth or how to convert it into cash. 
that can produce retirement income. So that's the premise of this show. That's why everybody, all ages, business executives, etc., should be listening. So forgive that long introduction. But Bill Borton, welcome to the Business Builder Show. Here's my first question. In our in your discussion with me and others, you talk about having the what you call the what matters conversation. Tell me more about that, Bill. Well, Marty, uh, business owners who become reasonably successful uh, don't get that way by uh, being sold uh, every bright, shiny object and better mousetrap that comes down the road. And I've learned through a little red book called The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and John David Mann that people do business with and refer people who they know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. And you don't get to know, like, and trust in a chance encounter or in a presentation meeting or a sales pitch. Mm -hmm. It takes time. Mm -hmm. And what I've found is to be able to get people to engage with me and to get to that know, like, and trust level of relationship as quickly as possible, I like to employ what I call the what matters triangle. And some guys I know down in the Philadelphia area came up with that uh, group called the Tier 1 group, and uh, they allow me to use their technique. Mm -hmm. And so basically, I like to work my way around the triangle, whether I'm talking to you you about the show or I'm talking to a business owner or a potential client or a financial advisor that I'm looking to collaborate with. And so basically it starts off with what matters most to you Mm -hmm. and what matters most to you. If I'm talking to a business owner, it's what matters most to you in your life as it is right now in your business and so on. Mm -hmm. And then we talk about what matters in your relationships and you may have a significant other, you may have children, you may even have grandchildren at this point. You have employees, you have management team, and then that kind of slides over into what matters most about your organization. Mm -hmm. And so these are the lead-off questions, but as people start to answer these questions, and usually degrees uh, involve some degree of contemplation, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm continuing to ask additional open-ended questions, which help to draw the other person out and get them to start telling me what really what they really care about, what matters most to them. And so when I can understand, and when they're articulating in a way, and they're hearing what they're saying about what matters most to them in these three key areas, personally, relationships, and in their organization, we can begin to start to put some dimensions on whatever work may lie ahead. Bill, your experience, has your experience been, uh, or what has your experience been, are, and again, we'll talk about business owners, but executives running companies and who have created some wealth, uh, this pertains to them also, but let's let's use business owners as the, as the main focus. Do you find that this is an easy process for them? Are they open immediately? What has to happen to kind of prime the pump for them to to be willing to talk about this. My experience has been that it's somewhat challenging to get someone to talk about these things. Well, most people don't spend a whole lot of time thinking too far into the future. Mm -hmm. I mean, in our economy, it's always the next quarter, the next tax return, you know, the next deadline. Uh, We look at Congress, 
you know, right. everything happens in two-year cycles. And so to get people to start talking about 10, 20, 30, or more years into the future about anything is a challenge. Mm-hmm. But uh, when, a, when a business owner understands that at some point, uh, intentionally or otherwise, they're no longer going to be running their business, then they have to figure out how to get there from here. And in order to do that, they've got to be willing to have what I call the conversation or what matters conversation with someone. Yeah. Someone that hopefully they know, like, and trust. Yeah. Because, you know, most CEOs don't join Vistage groups because they're able to chat with their spouse or their senior management team. They need someone who's got some separation from the business, someone who has walked a mile on their moccasins, perhaps. Mm-hmm. who uh, they can they can have some sort of level of intimacy with. But those individuals may not be the person to help initiate or to quarterback this conversation. Yeah. And so it, it helps if I've been introduced to the business owner by somebody who they know I can trust. Yeah. And so, so, you know, once we get to sit down, hopefully in a quiet time where they're not distracted and I can start to begin to find out what matters to them, and they're usually willing to open up. And again, yeah. I'm not just asking them directly, sure. you know, what do you want to be yeah. when you grow up and right. when you plan on selling your business? This starts softly. And again, we work our way around the triangle and we can keep going around it yeah. until we reach a point where the next steps in the process become obvious. Do the words legacy enter into that dis- to, to that discussion? Business legacy, personal legacy, does the word legacy come into that whole discussion? Well, they do if that's important. If that's part of what matters, ah, yeah. you know, I've had some people that say, I want to spend my last dollar, uh, the day that I die or yeah. I've educated my kids. Yeah. Uh, I've given them a good life and you know, I'm done with that at this point. Uh, uh so, yeah, you know, yeah. there's no two people in no two situations that are the same. There you go. That's why you need to have the discussion. <laughs> what really matters for the, for the planning part of it. Okay. So mm-hmm. you are. Connected to someone, the business owner, that executive, um, and you start to have the conversation. Um, what's what's the mechanics of it? I guess is what I'm asking. So, you're you use the word quarterback. So describe that to me. So you, you've started this relationship, and and you're about uh, helping people live longer and better, better and longer. Um, how do you quarterback that? Are there other people involved in that process? Describe that to me. Well, first of all, let me take a step back, Marty. Okay. Uh, living better longer uh, has become my tagline. It's mm-hmm. my mission. It's my passion. Mm-hmm. But that, that involves a number of different aspects mm-hmm. uh, of living and planning. And it involves, in order to get there, you need a number of different professionals to be involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but somebody has to be the quarterback, as I call it, in the process. Someone has to be accountable to the business owner or the client. Uh, someone has to coordinate the process. Once the conversation leads into a planning process, somebody has to you know, keep the various members of the team, uh, if they're already in place, or if not, uh, has to find the right members of the team, who can then uh, work together on behalf of the business owner. Yeah. And the typical, the typical members of the team would be the financial advisor, the wealth manager, the financial planner, 
And most business owners have someone who is in some way, shape, or form the steward of their invested assets to the extent that they have them beyond their business itself. Then most business owners have a CPA who is their business financial advisor and tax advisor. And in many cases, that CPA also is their personal CFO yeah. and manages yeah. their personal uh, tax issues. Right. Hopefully, most business owners at least have simple wills, mm-hmm. if not having gone through more extensive estate planning and put together uh, living wills and, and trusts and things along those lines. But that typically uh, gets brought back up to the surface because most people, uh, no matter what their situation, uh, usually uh, either don't have those documents in place or if they do, they're woefully out of date. And then the fourth leg of the stool, as I call it, is the risk manager. Mm-hmm. And that's me right. uh, from that standpoint of my competencies and my experience being a you know, career insurance guy. Right. Makes sense. I'm Marty Wolf. More with Bill Morton right after this. My name is Peter Himmelman, Grammy and Emmy-nominated musician, author, and chief dream enabler of Big News. I'm proud to underwrite this episode of The Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Discover why companies like Adobe, 3M, McDonald's, and Gap have brought in Big News' rock and roll-fueled seminars to get inspired, to get insight, and to get activated. Write to me today at Peter at BigMuse.com. Do you find that, like Bo Burlingham in his book, he points out that so many, especially business owners, start this process way too late. Do you find that also? Absolutely. Uh, one of our, one of my friends who's becoming your friend uh, is a valuation expert. Mm-hmm. And I also know some other folks who uh, work with business succession planning and all that. And really, a business owner who's planning on turning their business into a pile of cash, I think, as you put it, that will generate the income that he or she will need to sustain him or herself and family members to the extent that they are part of the equation for the long haul, uh, they, they need to uh, put some dimensions on what the business is worth. And in many cases, if not just about every case, the business owner thinks their business is worth it more than it really is. Yes. That's pretty consistent, and Bill. That's pretty consistent. <laughs> they think it's worth more by, than it is. Sometimes by a, a greater multiple than yeah. people even realize. Yeah. However, you know, you talk about time. Time is our friend or our enemy. Correct. And when you have enough time, if you are able to uh, start to really you know, get the planning process going five years, even 10 years in advance, uh, you can make the decisions that are necessary to make changes in your business or your management team or other aspects of what you're doing uh, to generate that future nest egg and increase the value of your business. Yes. if if, If you wait until, you know, you're not well, or uh, business isn't good, or your wife is nagging you, or whatever it is, uh, then chances are you're not going to have the time to make the adjustments that are going to improve the valuation of your business enterprise. Let me implore everyone who's listening, I don't care what stage you're at in your business and or your career, the discussion we're having, Bill is on this show because I almost feel like 
I'm doing a public service because this is very important. This is being driven home to me by my client base and and being around people like Bill. So I want to make it. I want to make you available to these folks, Bill. How do people connect with you? Your website. What's the best way to people learn more about what you're doing? Well, Marty, uh, I'm very active on LinkedIn. You can find me at Bill Borton, B-O-R-T-O-N. My website is wrborton.com. Uh, email is bill at wrborton.com. So you can reach me any of those ways. Yeah, and you're a very active, a very active blogger. So you do a lot of research. You share a lot of information. So, again, I'm going to implore anyone listening to this, now is the time to look at these things. I am personally involved in some nightmares. I don't want that to be you. So so let's take advantage of what Bill is sharing with us. So um, you talk a lot about, and the first time we met, I took a look at you and I said, wow, you're in great shape. <laughs> and, and so as I looked at myself in the mirror, um, so you're inspiring me to try to get in better shape. But this whole idea of live better longer, you talk about other parts of it. Obviously, finances are very important, but you're passionate about other dimensions of this. Talk to me about that. Well, uh, Marty, you know, the business owner, uh they spend a lot more time working in and on his or her business than they do taking care of themselves physically, uh, taking care of their relationships outside of their business. Uh, but living a balanced life, or what I call a holistic life, uh, improves your chances of living better longer. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, as part of this whole process of what matters, once you get to the point of having your liquidity event, then I want to know in advance, I want to know what do you want to do? Yeah. What do you want? Where, where do you want to be? Uh, you have a bucket list. Yeah. How are you going to stay in shape? You know, maybe you're not in great shape now, but that doesn't mean you can't get into shape. You can go join a gym, get a personal trainer. You can do what I do. You can be a, a cyclist. Yeah. Uh, golf may be, you know, a great way to spend your time, but it's not necessarily a good cardio workout. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so, yeah. uh, so when you think about, you know, this, this skin bag that carries you around for <laughs> hopefully 80 or 90 years or right. what have you, yeah. uh, you, you want it to be an optimum condition. And uh, there's a, there's a guy named Tom Hagney who talks about the three phases of retirement, the go-go phase, the go slow phase, and the no-go phase. Uh, okay. And so my way of thinking is I and most of the baby boomers, in fact, when you helped me end up connecting me to Dan Burris, who I had a great conversation with back on President's Day, he helped me to remind myself that baby boomers don't see themselves ever being old. Mm. Mm. You know, so yeah. wanting to extend that go-go phase of retirement to the longest possible point so that the go slow and the no go phases to the extent that they exist are minimal one needs to focus on uh having a balanced life and eating a healthy diet and that doesn't mean uh you know the stuff down the middle of the supermarket aisles uh from the big corporate manufacturers we're talking about you know eating uh organic right. vegetables and whole grains and you know drinking pure water and, you know, watching out all those other things that you can learn all about online from uh, a lot of different sources. Information's all out there. Yeah. yeah. And 
also uh, keeping yourself mentally sharp as well. Yeah. You know, cognitive impairment, Alzheimer's is the catch-all, but, you know, I specialize in long-term care planning and insurance. And the number one cost of claim dollars that are going out right now is cognitive impairment, dementia. Yeah. And that's not getting lower, it's getting greater. So you got to keep your mind sharp. So Absolutely. diet, exercise, and keeping your mind sharp. So how do you go about doing all these things? Well, again, exercise, get involved with doing something, join a cycling club, join a gym, get a personal trainer, uh, learn about the ways you can live a healthy lifestyle, uh, yes. take a yoga class, yes. start meditating, doing all these things, right? Correct. And so also, you know, what are you going to do when you stop? You don't want to just stop. You can't play golf forever. Right. So do you want to do you want to get involved with mentoring people in uh, in graduate school or in undergrad programs? Do you want to talk, uh, teach or consult or write a book? Or perhaps you could get involved as a volunteer on a nonprofit board or even be a big brother or big sister to somebody. Yeah, good, good, solid, good, solid advice. And you mentioned Dan Burris, and he talks about something called hard trends. Hey, folks, let me tell you, here's a hard trend. You're going to get older. That is going to happen. <laughs> Time is going to pass. Don't be, uh, listen to what Bill is sharing with us and take advantage of, of the information that Bill is sharing. Give us your website again, Bill, so they can learn more about you and, and, and access all the resources that you have. Give, it the, give us that website again. Thanks, Marty. It's www.wrorton.com. Yeah. Great, great conversation. Now we need to wrap up. What did I miss? What, what's your, what you have a final thing that you want to drive home, Bill? Well, the only other thing we, we kind of brushed over the, the, uh, members of your planning team, Mm -hmm. uh, when you're going through the process of liquidating your business through a management buyout or an ESOP or transferring to the next generation or, Hopefully not, but perhaps sale to private equity because they you don't, usually don't get a great multiple that way. Right. But you know, you know, do you have the right accountant? Do you have the right legal counsel? Do you have the right financial advisor? Mm-hmm. Uh, and in most cases, most people don't have a risk manager or an insurance person as part of their team. Mm-hmm. They may have bought policies in the past. Right. And so, a lot of people have what I heard one advisor call a junk drawer. Mm. where all this stuff is in the junk drawer. So somebody needs to have you dump that junk drawer in their in their lap yeah. and start going through all this and then go through that whole questioning process about the advisors. And to the extent that you either don't have one of those advisors or legs to the stool, or to the extent that one of those advisors may not really be up to the task for one reason or another, then that's, again, part of the conversation because you need to have the appropriate team in place and the right quarterback who can help you take that what matters conversation and turn that into a business plan that you can then implement so that you can ultimately enter that next phase of your life in a way where you at least stand a chance of financially living better longer. Great, great advice, Bill. Bill Borton has been my guest. His website is www.wrborton.com. And Borton is B-O-R-T-O-N. Bill, thank you so much for giving us so much value. 
Thank you, Marty. It's been a pleasure. So you have been listening to the Business Builder Show. I'm your host, Mr. Marty Wolf. I like saying Mr. Marty Wolf every now and then, D.C. So formal. It gives me a little cachet. Official. Oh, official. So, again, special thanks to Bill Borton, our guest, and to my executive producer, Mr. D.C. Taylor. So I'm Marty Wolf. Have a great week. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Marty Wolf here. Do you have products you want to sell online? If you aren't selling on Amazon, eBay, Walmart, and your own website, you're not just losing out on revenue, you're falling behind. Channel Apes, young, hungry, driven team can manage your entire operation, product catalog, inventory, orders, and multi-channel expansion. Visit Channel Ape, and that's A-P-E, channelape.com today for a free demo.